This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And our phone lines are open for you right now. Love to hear from you this morning. If you have questions for our retirement planning professionals from Class Financial, all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a ring. 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Get you on the air with CJ and Malia from Class Financial. Don't forget, you can learn more about Class Financial on their website, classfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. Great website and resource to learn more about Class Financial. Also, an opportunity to listen back to the podcast and subscribe to the weekly Market Pulse newsletter. Again, that's all available to you at classfinancial.com. And the telephone number, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Class Financial. It will be complimentary to you. Again, their telephone number, 608-442-5637. And the number to get on the air this morning, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Without any further ado, let's welcome in CJ and Malia. CJ, how you doing this week? I'm doing great. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Great to talk with you, Malia. How was your Christmas and New Year's? Very good. Happy New Year to you. It's great to be back on with both of you. We got the gang all back together, and we've got a really important conversation ahead. Um, something I know that uh, people really can cons- uh, take some time for good reason to consider, which is uh, delaying taking your Social Security benefit and those 8% credits, what that means, and some of the things to think about when you make that plan. We'll get the details from CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas this morning in our conversation on uh, Money in Motion here on 1310 WIBA. As mentioned, Phone lines are open, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Coming up a little bit later in the program, we're going to do the Claus Quiz Question of the Week, a chance for you to win a fantastic prize to one of my favorite places on earth, the $25 uh, $25 gift card to the Cheesecake Factory from our friends at Claus Financial. little tip, listen closely to the program, because often both the question and answer to the Claus Quiz Question of the Week come up during the program. And again, we'll tell you the details on how you can win that a little bit later in the show. And before we start our conversation about delaying Social Security benefits and some of the things to be uh, weighing and considering there. Let's take a look back at last week's Clause Quiz Question of the Week, get the question and the answer there as well. Yeah, so last week we had a great conversation regarding whether or not you might want to seek out a financial planner, um, the pros and cons of utilizing one, or if you want to remain a do-it-yourselfer. So a great conversation last week, and uh, the question was, true or false, in 2022, approximately 35% of Americans worked with a financial planner. The answer was true. And a shout out to our winner. This sounds like a stage name. Marlene of Monona just goes really well. <laughs> yes. Congratulations to her. She was the first one that replied uh, with a correct answer. So shout out to her. Listen carefully for today's question. Congratulations, Marlene. And don't forget you too. We'll have a chance to win later on in the program uh, with the Class Quiz Quest of the Week. Telephone lines, they are open for you. If you've got a question about this week's specific topic or anything when it comes to retirement planning in general, we'd love to hear from you, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. As mentioned, we are going to be discussing whether it makes sense to delay taking your Social Security benefit until the age of 70 and, of course, take advantage of that 8% credits that take place. And I guess the question is, should we wait, CJ, or should we take? Yeah, that is the million-dollar question, isn't it? (laughs) So I I do encourage people, if you have questions about this as we go through this topic today, feel free to call in because 
there's a lot of interesting nuances to Social Security, especially when you apply it to different uh, family circumstances. So, you know, second marriages and and uh, death of a spouse. And uh, and Malia will be talking about some of that more as we move forward. But but here's the key. The decision when to claim Social Security is, is a top concern for retirees. And it's for a good reason, because claiming too early and locking in a lower payment can prove to be a mistake for people who experience longevity. Of course, while delaying in order to secure a higher payment could perhaps have a problem if you die sooner than expected, which could leave money on the table. And we should note that for most people planning for retirement, Social Security remains an important part of their future income. For some, perhaps uh, it's their only source of income, and that's actually true for 20% of the population, or I should say 20% of the population receiving Social Security benefits, uh, the, it's, it's their only source of income. In fact, more than 66 million Americans currently collect Social Security. Another 7.5 million collect what are called supplemental Social Security income benefits. So that is a lot of Americans. I think last I checked, there's about 320 million total Americans. And so you're talking 66 plus 7. You're talking a 70 million plus of the 300 million or so here in the United States are receiving some sort of benefit through Social Security or Social Security um, supplemental income sources. So the first question is, when can you first take your Social Security benefit versus perhaps when the benefit is most ideal for your situation? And so you've heard us talk about this on the air before, but you can choose to collect your own benefits starting as early as age 62 or any time up until your age 70. Now, what we're focusing on here is Social Security retirement benefits. There are other benefits you can receive through Social Security. We just mentioned one earlier, the supplemental Social Security income benefits. But for now, we're focusing on retirement benefits. So the earliest being 62, the latest generally being 70 is the age range in which uh, Americans can start their Social Security benefits. Now, those who collect early which is defined by Social Security as anything prior to your full retirement age. Okay, so we talked about 62 up to 70, but it's defined as anything early as before your full retirement age. And if you draw early, you'll get something less than your full retirement age benefit amount, which is why they call it a reduced benefit. But of course, this term, full retirement age, known as FRA, you have to know what that age is. So if you were born between 1943 and 1954, your full retirement age is 66. If you were born between 1955 and 1959, your full retirement age is 66 plus some number of months, two months, four months, six months. If you were born after 1960, which I was, so I'm raising my hand here, my full retirement age or yours would be 67. So again, think of it as three critical ages. 62 is the earliest I can draw, but it's going to be a reduced benefit. 67, in my case, is my full retirement age amount. And then if I wait beyond 67, I can wait up until age 70. Okay, so those are kind of three key distinct ages to know about. Now, when you delay your retirement past your full retirement age, Social Security benefits are increased by a certain percentage if you delay that benefit. These are known as delayed retirement credits, and they can allow your benefit to increase up to 8% per year until you start taking benefits or until you reach age 70. So to be clear, 
delayed retirement credits of 8% per year would be applied to your Social Security benefit if you wait to collect beyond your full retirement age. So in my case, that's 67. If I waited to 68, I would have 8% more. If I waited to 69, another 8%, and then to 70, it is kind of my maxed out benefit at age 70. It's a pretty nice uh, feature there as we talk with CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. It's a new year. It's a great day to get on the phone and give us a call. If you've got a question, CJ and Malia would love to answer it for you. All you got to do is give us a call at the station, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's Kloss, K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. And their telephone number, 608-442-5637. So, CJ, What's the bottom line with this stuff? Yeah, bottom line is if you collect early, your payment will be reduced by as much as 30% from that full retirement age amount. So again, Social Security views that as your unreduced benefit amount at your full retirement age. But if you draw early, you know, at 62, let's say, it could be reduced by about 30%. But if you wait and apply late, so think of this as that age 70 amount, your payment goes up by as much as 32%. And since those 8% delayed retirement credits stop at age 70, there's really no reason to wait beyond age 70. So again, think of it as this window for retirement benefits between 62 and 70. Somewhere in the middle of that at 66 and some months or 67 is your full unreduced benefit amount. If I draw early, it's reduced. If I wait, I get like more than 100%, right? 108 or 116%. So that is the concept or that's the, the language that Social Security Administration uses to discuss this. Now, some interesting statistics. <laughs> Statistically speaking, you will receive roughly the same total dollar amount whether you start claiming at 62 or 70 or any time in between. That is assuming you live to average life expectancy. So here's the point. We hear this all the time. People go, oh, Social Security wants you to wait because they know they're running out of money and so they want you to wait to 70. That's why they're giving you more money. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. As a matter of fact, statistically speaking, they could care less. Because if you die at average American mortality, you will get exactly the same dollar amount, whether you draw at 62 or 70. Now, interestingly enough, that's not to say that there's not strategy in when to draw relative to your longevity. Because if you know that everybody in your family lived way beyond average life expectancy and they lived to 90 to 100 years old, well, that's interesting because Social Security may not care when you draw, but you do because now you could wait to say age 70, get that highest dollar amount, and then live long enough to be money way ahead because of the longevity in your family. Or let's say the opposite is true. And you retired at 62 and everybody in your family didn't live beyond age 70. Well, my goodness, you want to start that thing as soon as you can, especially if you have some sort of chronic illness. So there are ways to make educated, smart decisions. But I will tell you, when you talk to most, most people, the main reason they are drawing Social Security is because, one, they retired and they want the income. Mm -hmm. Two, they're fearful that Social Security will run out of money, so they just you know take the money and run kind of attitude. Or three, because a friend or family member told them to. Mm. And what we would say is, 
all of those are fine. They're maybe just not the full scope of the considerations of what you should be looking at. So, you know, as I end my section here and pass it off to Malia here in a moment, uh, just would really encourage you, Social Security can be a big part of your future income stream. And so you do want to be aware of what your options are and kind of that that ideal time for you to be drawn. These are important things to be planning on. Don't forget, as we talk with CJ and Malia, phone lines are open for you. I'd love to get you on the air. 608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. For more online, ClausFinancial.com. That's Kloss, K-L-A-A-S, Financial.com. And of course, their telephone number, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It will be complimentary to you. Again, the number, 608-321-1310 to get on the air. 608-442-5637 to uh, contact Kloss Financial. And the reason I'm getting uh, my phone numbers jumbled up a bit here, I just got a note uh, from a caller. Didn't want to go on the air, but Jane from Madison called um, and said, uh, wanted to know, should you have federal withholding taken from your Social Security? And Jane called in and uh, well, didn't want to go on the air. I understand that. But uh, CJ, what's the what's the guidance there? Well, first off, Jane, thanks for submitting the question. And please, others, call in. We yes. actually love it. Keeps us on our toes, makes us think <laughs> proactively. And yes, this is a live recording, by the way. This does go out on the live air. Yes. So uh, if you stump us, then you can, you know, that's your claim to fame. Okay, uh, Jane, great question. Should you have federal income tax withheld from your Social Security benefit? Absolutely, if you will owe federal income tax. So uh, the amount of tax you owe on your Social Security is driven by your total income. And there's a calculation that you can look at. It's called provisional income. But if you look at that total income between you know pensions and Social Security and portfolio distributions and maybe part-time working income, it will come up with some sort of you know effective or marginal tax bracket that you're running into. Uh, we would focus on the effective. And then you can add a tax withholding. There's actually a form. I think it's called the w, WP4 form or something like that. But it's a Social Security tax withholding form. It's readily available online if you just Google for it. And you can fill that out and easily add a tax withholding. Or for those of you who have an SSA.gov login, you can actually log in and write through your login at a federal income tax withholding. So the answer is absolutely. But you need to know how much to be adding to that. Uh, and your accountant or advisor should be able to give you guidance. Fantastic question. You two can be like Jane. Love to have you join us this morning. All you got to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. We'll get you right on the air with our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial, CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas. The website, KlossFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, Financial.com. Fantastic website to learn more about Kloss Financial. Also an opportunity to listen back to this and previous shows podcasts. Again, all available to you at ClossFinancial.com. Their telephone number 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It will indeed be complimentary to you. Again, their telephone number 608-442-5637. And the studio lines are open at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. We'll take your call next. We'll also talk with Malia about some of the benefits in delaying your Social Security benefit. We'll get those details from Malia and take your call next as Money in Motion with Kloss Financial. Financial continues here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. Our phone lines are open for you right now, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Chatting with our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial, CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas. The website for Kloss Financial, ClossFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, Financial.com. And their telephone number, 608-442-5637. No charge for the initial get-to-know-you appointment 
contact Kloss Financial. It will be complimentary to you. Again, their number 608-442-5637. The number to get on the air this morning is 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Heading on over to the Dodge Columbia County line and Pat from Randolph joins us this morning. Pat, welcome to the program. You're on the air with CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas. We have Pat. Oh, we're not hearing from Pat. Pat was had a uh, had a question about Social Security and other sources of income. Did we? Yes. Did, yes. Okay. Uh, she said that she has a uh, some some rental income and wants to work part time. Uh, after she's retired, how does that affect her social security? Oh, another great question. Mm. Leave that to you, yeah. CJ. <laughs> yeah. So, so real quickly, um, Pat. Well, great question. Uh, this is where that full retirement age uh, date or or age matters for you a lot. So, as I mentioned for myself, based on my date of birth after 1960, my full retirement age is 67. For some of our listeners, that age could be 66 and six months. It just depends on when you were born. But identifying that age is critical because if you're working and generating income before your full retirement age and you decide to what we call double dip, right? The double dip is I'm not yet fully retired. I'm generating working income. It's, it's active working income. So passive income from, from real estate rental income does not count towards this, by the way. But if you are generating active working income <clears throat> and drawing Social Security simultaneously, that's that double dip, then Social Security limits the amount of earnings you can have before they start taking back some of that Social Security benefit. Now, they don't actually take it back and just steal it from you. They just It's a calculation that they put it out to your beyond your full retirement age. But the point being, they're disincentivizing you to have active working income while also drawing Social Security before your full retirement age. Now, once you reach full retirement age, you can double dip all day long. So you could be, say, 67 years old, turn on your Social Security and have, you know, half a million dollars of working income. Social Security doesn't care. It's between 62 and your full retirement age. If you go to do that double dip, you got to be careful. And that that number, by the way, is about 20-ish thousand dollars of working income. Once you go over that level, that's when they start taking benefits back from you. So great question. I love it. Great question. Great calls this morning. Pat, thank you so much. You too can be like Pat. Love to get you on the air. Pat, as well as uh, we also had from, heard from Jane this morning, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. If you've got a question for CJ and Malia, love to have you join join us. And so, uh, Malia, when we talk about some of the other benefits, there are some, uh, excuse me, some benefits to delaying your Social Security benefit, aren't there? Absolutely. So um, the, the first pro we'd like to point out is you're locking in a larger lifetime, quotations, lifetime stream of income, which is really, really important to understand that. It's probably the most obvious reason in favor of delaying, as CJ was explaining. Um, but it goes beyond the higher monthly payment at the beginning. Most people um, think of that larger starting amount as the sole reason to delay, but it's not the biggest reason, um, which is that the delay leads to substantially higher monthly benefits in your 80s and 90s. So that's really a question mark for yourself you know, does, you know, there's no guarantees, but does longevity run in my family? Am I going to be here into my 90s and so forth? So that may be a reason to lock in that larger lifetime stream of income. CJ said, 
Social Security doesn't care. He's probably right about that. They really don't care when you uh, decide to collect, but it is a personal decision. Hopefully one you'll sit down with your advisor and kind of try to map that out. The second pro is your benefit increases each year you delay. As CJ mentioned, up to 8% per year when you postpone it beyond your full retirement age. We talk about this quite a bit on this show. Show us any other financial product out there that has a guaranteed 8% annual return these days, um, and uh, and we'd love to see that because that doesn't uh, really exist out there. So at this point, you know, for many of our listeners, this could be the right answer to allow that Social Security benefit to increase. Um, So going on to our third item, which is a pro, your COLA increases will be larger. So the cost of living adjustments um, the longer you wait. So each year the Social Security Administration obviously um, announces those around November. um, And that's the one figure all of our clients seem to know when they walk in for their reviews is, oh, I know my Social Security (laughs) is going up or staying the same. Um, And this year, the amount was an increase of 3.2%. So what we're looking at for a majority of folks out there, depending on um, where their monthly amounts lie, approximately $50 a month or more is what they're going to see as an increase. So point being, you're going to see those compound over the years. So delaying Social Security benefits not only allows you to lock in a higher starting amount, but it increases over the years as well. So um, that's important to understand. The number number four pro would be you can change your mind at any time. And we say this um, because people get mistaken and they go, well, I know I can collect it at 62 and I think 65 and CJ's mentioned 67. They get wrapped up in these numbers sometimes. And yes, you can't start it before 62 unless there's extenuating circumstances. However, you can decide, you know what, Um, I can do it at 62 and a half or 63 or 63 in a few months. Again, you want to know what your full retirement age and how that's going to affect your benefit. But many people think there's like this deadline. They have to pick it by a certain month and so forth. Um, You just want to be careful you understand the implications. Um, In fact, something interesting to know, once you exceed your full retirement age, um, so you're beyond the FRA, you can elect to receive up to six months retroactive benefits in a lump sum. So that's one of the concerns that people have sometimes is they might regret delaying Social Security benefits if suddenly they had a health diagnosis that wasn't favorable or another circumstance that there could, in fact, be a situation where you could go retro. And then finally, we look at tax diversification as a pro. While Social Security does become taxable once your total income exceeds the annual limit, even at its highest inclusion in taxable income, only 85% of that benefit is taxed. So what that means is if you delay Social Security while spending down, say, pre-tax retirement accounts through your 60s, You'll likely also be reducing your future required minimum distributions, your RMDs, which we talk about quite a bit on the show. Because RMDs are going to be 100% taxable. So perhaps replacing that income in your 70s and beyond with lower tax Social Security benefits might make sense for your personal situation. So again, as CJ mentioned, you know, figuring out what that perfect time to start receiving Social Security income 
is a personal situation. Don't compare yourself to everybody else out there. You want to sit down and figure out what's best for you. Some fantastic benefits, some great options, but you want to make sure, as Malia points out, that you're weighing those options. It's a great day to start that conversation. So we talk with CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. You can give them a call, 608-442-5637. That initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial, it will be complimentary to you. Again, their number is 608-442-5637. The website, KlossFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, Financial.com. We'll take it down the home stretch next with the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week as well as Money in Motion with Kloss Financial continues right here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. Chatting with our retirement planning professionals from Class Financial, CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas. Their telephone number 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Class Financial. It will be complimentary to you. Again, their number 608-442-5637. Time really does fly and a great show this morning. Speaking of time flying, uh, just about uh, 4 o'clock today. We'll already be 1% through uh, the year 2024. So we're already into the new year. Well into the new year. So you want to make sure uh, you're getting your ducks in a row. And as we uh, as we uh, wrap up this segment, we'll get to the Class Quiz Quench Week in just a moment. But uh, talking this morning about some of the great benefits uh, and some of the things to consider with Social Security, are there some reasons why you may not want to uh, wait to begin that Social Security benefit? I'm still just trying to figure out how you came up with 1% through the year. So Wow, you are a super nerd, uh, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> number of seconds in a leap year. And <laughs> Seriously, I, oh, I get I it. But, too much time I mean, on his hands. Yes, I did. Exactly. <laughs> but something to think about. It Time it, does fly, doesn't it? It is 1% through the new year. Time is slipping away. Yes, there would be some reason you may want to wait to collect your benefits. And we'll talk about some reasons why people choose choose to and then some and, and not all of them are, are good reasons but but they are reasons uh, in and of themselves so so con number one to to drawing your or waiting to draw your social security I should say would be the break-even point is typically 12 to 14 years away so for a lot of people they're going what are you talking about break-even points is this simple concept of if I draw at say 62 the earliest I can my monthly amount is lower if I wait to 70, my monthly amount is higher, but I'm eight years behind, right? In that example of my former self. So, you know, hey, the former self that drew at 62 has eight years worth of income. So the question becomes, if I wait to age 70, even though my monthly amount is is more, I'm still money behind in dollars. So how long does it take me to catch up? And so the answer is 12 to 14 years. And so often people will say, I just don't want to wait that long. Now, of course, a next natural question comes into that, which is longevity, right? Family history of longevity. But often people just don't want to be that patient. An- another con to, to waiting to draw your Social Security would be that some people tell us it's not just about the money. So, And, and we would agree with that. So again, assuming your health status and family history support, uh, uh, you, you, if you live beyond age 82 and you can afford to put off receiving those monthly payments, then delaying your benefits until age 70 could still uh, it could, could be a good idea, but it may cause you some anxiety uh, of the unknown of what the health, health history might be in the future. So, so this idea of, hey, 
waiting because of my grandparents' age and my parents' age makes makes mental sense, makes math sense. But in my heart, it gives me anxiety because I just don't know if that will happen. And all the meanwhile, I'm having to draw off my investments, which as the market goes up and down can cause, again, anxiety because you're drawing down those investments or your savings account more rapidly. And we get that. So we would say, yeah, sure, we understand. Because there is no guarantee. This is kind of like Roth accounts. When people say to us, Roth IRAs are the best thing ever and everybody should save them to a Roth IRA. We say, that's... That is not a factual statement. That's a statement, that's an unknown statement about future circumstances. In a similar way, if somebody says to you, every American should draw Social Security at 62 or 67 or 70, that is not a factual statement because you would have to know the future to make a factual statement like that. And so ultimately, all of us are just doing our best to what I call stack the deck in the favor of you, right? Who's going to draw? But the key is that a lack of knowledge drives fear, and when fear enters the equation, what do people do? They draw at 62 because they know no better. And so our job is to kind of work with people to come up with a more educated opinion about what they should do. Con number three would be health issues and a fear of sudden death. This kind of is, is similar to con number two. Again, if you have chronic health conditions, draw Social Security right away. Con number four would be stock market fluctuations causing uncertainty in your portfolio. So if you think about this, let's say you retire at 65, so you have no more working income. You jump onto Medicare and you, uh, you wait to draw Social Security because people like us are telling you to. And then you say, well, where am I going to get my income to live off of? And we say, you've got enough in your after-tax investment account. Go ahead and draw from there. And you start drawing, and about a year later at 66, the market tanks. And so now you're both drawing out of that account, and the account is down due to bad market performance. This can be a mental challenge. You come back into your advisor's office, and they say, it's all okay. Don't worry about it. And you go, well, thanks for telling me that, but I am worried about it because my account's down 15%, and I just drew another 10% for income. So at times, the uncertainty of markets and fluctuations can draw people to just say, I'm tired of this, and they turn on Social Security. But that is the beauty of what Malia just mentioned. You can always turn it on at any time. What we would just encourage people is don't just knee-jerk react and turn it on because for every month that you wait, you're getting an increase. And finally, con number five is the future of Social Security is uncertain. Now, we would say... This is not a great con because actually if you understand Social Security Trust Fund, if you understand Congress, if you understand voters and, and everybody who's living off of this, there are a lot of constituents that are interested in this thing not going mm -hmm. bankrupt. However, if you read your Social Security statement, they will tell you we're not going to be able to continue paying benefits at the current level by about the year 2030 or 2032. And that's not that far away. And so people go, whoa, that scares the heck out of me. And given that, I just want to draw it. And so, you know, the, the con to waiting longer is the uncertainty of the future of Social Security. Now, again, I just want to be clear before we finish this point. I don't think that's a reason to draw early um, because there's a, a lot of reasons why we believe that day will never come where they stop paying Social Security benefits. But we can't guarantee you that. So back to making factual statements, I don't know what the future holds. We just don't think that ever becomes a reality, but we understand when that becomes a driving force to, to drawing your benefit early. 
Absolutely fascinating stuff this week, as always, from Aliyah Cuevas and CJ Kloss, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial, the website klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. Don't forget, if you missed part of today's program, you can also subscribe as well online to the podcast at klossfinancial.com. That's Kloss, K-L-A-A-S financial.com. The telephone number for the office here in Madison, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get to know you appointment at Kloss Financial. It will be complimentary to you. Again, their number 608-442-5637. You want to hold on to that telephone number now because it's time for the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. It works like this in just a moment. I'll ask you the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. You will then have 30 minutes from the end of today's program to call the Kloss Financial Office right here in Madison at 608-442-5637. If you are the first caller with the correct answer, you win this week's prize, which is a $25 gift card to Cheesecake Factory. This week's Kloss Quiz Question of the Week is this. If you wait till past your full retirement age, FRA, to begin your Social Security benefit, what percentage per year will be added to your benefit? Is it 5% or 8%? Telephone number 608-442-5637. First call with the correct answer will win that $25 gift card to the Cheesecake Factory. And again, that's Kloss Financial's office right here in Madison. No charge for that initial get to know you appointment at Kloss Financial. It will be complimentary to you. 608-442-5637. Before we wrap up this week, I know you guys thought I forgot, but I'm going to mention new photos up at ClossFinancial.com. We know it's changing of the season. <laughs> and I'm you know before you. I do, Sean. I know. <laughs> I check every morning, and uh, and uh, Malia, I know in the past you have mentioned you're very much involved mm-hmm. with the change. Uh, the problem with putting cookies on your on your homepage is it makes me hungry for cookies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yes, not surprised at all. Great show as always. Check out the website clausfinancial.com. The telephone number six zero eight four four two five six three seven. CJ Malia, you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. See you guys. News comes your way next year on thirteen ten WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Kloss Financial Asset Advisors, LLC. A registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. The content of this show is for informational purposes only and should not be considered individual investment advice. Kloss Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Any opinion offered during the course of this show is the opinion of that particular investment advisor representative and not necessarily the opinion of Kloss Financial.